Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Coconut Culture. I'm Nimi, I'm a doctor and journalist, and with me, we have my co-host. I'm Kirthi, and I am a full-time mom currently and a micro-business owner. So Kirthi, I know a lot of people have been wondering, um, because ever since we announced the title of our podcast, The Coconut Culture, like, what is this all about? Why did we, you know, choose the term coconut? Yeah. So let's tell them about it. First of all, is coconut um, a slur? Like, is it used in a negative connotation? I'm going to tell you from my perspective, well, what are we talking about when we say, you know, coconut? We're talking about somebody who brown is, quote, brown outside yeah. on white, white on, on the, the inside. inside. Yeah. So with me and my friends, it's always been a very, like, jovial kind of casual thing. You know, not something we joke about. It's not something in such a serious manner. We know there's, you know, tons of other slurs out there. Right. A lot of words out there that, you know, are used in a negative yes. manner. But my experience with it personally has always been like something that we just joke about it. Like, oh right. my God, like you're such a coconut. Um, what has it been like for you though? Interestingly for me, like I have seen the word used in like a negative sense, but not like a slur, obviously. I feel like a slur is very harsh, but I have heard like, for instance, um, I did hear this elder male member of society. Let's just keep it as that. Um, use the term coconut to describe um, an NRA journalist who was um, interviewing an Indian politician, but he wasn't really agreeing mm -hmm. with her views. So he kind of was like, oh, look at this coconut, you know, interviewing an mm -hmm. Indian person. Like all these coconuts, they come from, you know, somewhere thinking that they know better than everybody mm -hmm. else mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I think it was kind of perpetuating the whole NRI stereotypes with the term uh, uh, coconut. Right. But um, yes, I have also heard it be used like jovially. Um, but uh, I guess it depends on who you're talking to and like what context they're right. actually using right. the word. Sometimes like even the most harmless of words given like in the harshest of mouths can just come out sounding really horrible. That's so I feel like that's point. kind of the same thing with the coconut. Right. But uh, it's a catchy name. And hey, like I, I like it. I like it. I like it. I personally, you know, don't. I personally don't feel offended by it. Yes. Like, that, you know, and I'm sure, you know, it's everyone's personal experiences. Yes. But of course, like, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's something that me and my friends, like I said, yes. we use in a very, you know, kind of fun way. We're right. just like joking about it. It's not something intended to be harmful. Yes. So, um, yeah, but I guess, you know, it's one of those things. And at the end of the day, I feel like coconuts come in all shapes and sizes and they're actually multi-layered. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And I feel like more than just like brown on the outside and white on the inside, if we look at the actual layer of a coconut and like how it grows the region that it grows in and mm -hmm. how it's exported basically Ooh, from you know <laughs> basically from you know most of the south asian region and like right. all those tropical you know countries and i i feel like in, in a way you're right it's metaphorical yeah i i feel like the name is very appropriate and i feel like you know if I, i'm sorry if someone's offended by the term but i honestly feel like this is a very fun, harmless... Yes, so consider this our disclaimer. This is yes. meant to be, you know, kind of a fun, jovial thing yes. and just all lighthearted. It's and not... if you have a negative memory associated with the term coconut, um, this is a way, like, consider this a way for you to, like, reclaim the power back, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> so a lot of our listeners are also probably wondering who we are and what our qualifications oh, yes. are really to be talking about all these things. These like, like yes. who are you guys? Why should I listen to you? <laughs> yeah. So why don't we tell them? For me, um, I think I really like the idea of this podcast because when I met you, so we both met, I think, in Chennai mm -hmm. um, through a mutual friend who mm -hmm. was like 
okay, you guys, like, look like you would click. And I think we were introduced for other reasons. Like, I, we were both, like, into books. We were both into writing. writing we were yeah. both creatively inclined. Like, we right. had a lot of similarities on that front. So we just, like, vibed immediately <laughs> when yeah. we met. Yeah. Yes. And it's, I think we've been, like, inseparable ever since then since, to the point right. that we consider ourselves, like, soul sisters. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if you remember, the first time we met, we actually talked about the fact that both of us had an upbringing in California, albeit, yes. you know, at a different, like, different ages. Yes. But nonetheless, like, that also played a huge role. It's yes. like, oh, hey, how do we have such parallel lives? We like, have the same, almost similar identity crisis. Yeah. And we were always talking about this, I think. And, and that's when it was like, mm-hmm. hey, we should, like, have a podcast because I feel like a lot of people would relate to these things mm-hmm. and a lot of people mm-hmm. just don't talk much about it. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate that I had someone to talk these out with in, right. in the form right. of you. But oh, I know same, for the same. longest time before that, I felt very alone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if someone's feeling alone out there and if this is going to help them feel like a little bit better about their whole identity crisis as a South Asian immigrant, well, I think this is this is kind of the inspiration behind this podcast. And um, for the large part, I realized that a lot of my cultural identity crisis as such got resolved when I started studying psychology. So I have an undergraduate degree in psychology. So when I went through college learning about the human mind and like the different experiences that the mind goes through, I think I also started to make sense of a lot of my cultural experiences and also a lot of um, phenomenon that I realized like, hey, that's actually normal. Let me just backtrack you a little bit so that, I mean, we both know, but let's tell our listeners, what is your cultural background? Okay, yes. Um, I actually was born in Chennai, India. It is the southern part of India. I know a lot of people think of India as like one big Bollywood movie, but no, there's there's a lot (laughs) of diversity there. Uh, I am Thummer. So uh, once I was born in Chennai, I um, immigrated to the U.S. to join my father, who um, is an American citizen, Indian, also hailing from Coimbatore, Tamil Nadu. Uh, when, once we were there, we were there until 2002, 2003, then we moved back to Chennai, uh, had my education there, and then I moved to Coimbatore, which is where my family currently lives. My mom, dad, brother, everybody is there right now. And after that, I currently no longer live there. I um, emigrated to the United Kingdom to be with my husband and build my family here. And I have been in the UK since 2020. So that is my immigration journey. (laughs) For me, a very similar kind of backstory. I was also born in India, in Tamil Nadu. Um, And then my family, my parents and I moved to the US when I was probably around three years old. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, I don't really, I actually have some very early memories of moving to the U.S. Oh, after wow. having lived in the um, in India at that time. And I grew up in, Indi- uh, sorry, I grew up in the Bay Area in California. Mm-hmm. Um, then my brother was born there and, you know, lived my whole life there up until 12th grade. After which, you know, when I graduated, moved to Chennai for college to uh, do MBBS. Yes. Um, so I did medicine. I am a doctor. Hello. <laughs> Brown people represent. <laughs> but um, yes. Yeah, so I, that's where we met through a mutual friend um, yes. who decided, hey, you know, you guys would click. Um, and um, it was pretty interesting for me because definitely even though um, I had growing up in the U.S., my parents did make sure that my brother and I learned Thummer that so that we could communicate with relatives. And we used to visit Chennai, um, you know, when I was younger during mm. breaks, but definitely had a lot of 
um, challenges when I did switch, um, like, I mean, when I did move there as opposed to just visiting there for vacation. So that was pretty interesting. And, you know, after doing MBBS, I did work there for a bit, mm -hmm. um, following which... Worked as a doctor? As a doctor, right. yes. Mm -hmm. um, after which I decided, you know what, like, there's this other kind of part of me that I really want to explore. So mm -hmm. I moved to a different city in a, a nearby state. I moved to Bangalore in Karnataka. Um, to pursue journalism and then I did the course um, for a year after which I worked for two years as a journalist before moving back home to the US to the Bay Area in 2020 um, and then I moved to Seattle for a bit so about a year that I lived in Seattle mm -hmm. and then moved back to the Bay Area and yeah. and so you know over time with our own experiences and now with our experiences you know kind of moving to different places and settling where we are now right it's something that we've just talked a lot about and like you said you know having a background in um you know psychology and for me you know kind of really delving into mental health and understanding a lot of that right and kind of coming up with this like what is your identity and just kind of figuring those things out it really helped us like you know solidify a lot of things and make sense of a lot of things yes. when we were able to you know talk to each other and right. have like kind of created this little like you know space for us yes. so definitely we're hoping that by talking to you guys and sharing our experiences with you it'll also help you especially if you are struggling if you're thinking about moving abroad or if you've recently moved abroad or if you've lived abroad and you're now back in your you know um, like yeah. the country of your family's origin, you know, um, maybe it's something that you can also relate to and hopefully it'll be something that can help you out as well. Yes. And I, I feel like this is also a great way to like, for instance, if people are raising children abroad as well, mm -hmm. this is a great way to understand like what can Absolutely. potentially go through the mind of their children mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, um, have conversations with them. So right. it's, it's a great thing, I think, um, because, I don't think a lot of people would know um, right off the bat. They probably would be like, oh, these two are like best friends vibing together. But we had quite a journey together, yes, right? Absolutely. We've gone through like quite a lot of ups and downs and yeah. we've gone through major life changes together. Absolutely. And um, honestly, as an immigrant, like some of those experiences are very unique. And it's amazing to have somebody to bounce those, I like, you know, phenomenon basically mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, off of each other and discuss like, hey, is this normal? Like, am I crazy for feeling this way or not? And I, I've been honestly very grateful that that was the case. And likewise, uh, another thing is I realize um, a lot of people don't have the terminology to describe what they're going through. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I feel like on the coconut culture, we will try the best that we can to highlight um basic phenomenon that is common to um the immigrant culture right. experience as a right. south asian right so that's kind of i guess our motive for this entire podcast absolutely and another thing i wanted to touch upon is the fact that while we are talking about um general phenomenon that happens in south asian families we are predominantly, like, we both are Tamar, we both are from Tamar Nadu, we've had experiences in Tamar Nadu, and you but have traveled to other states, like, you've mm -hmm. been in Bangalore, mm -hmm. Hyderabad, you mm -hmm. have um, a, a bit of a multicultural, mini multicultural experience like within, within, like, India. The, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, um, you know, we will be delving into that in future podcasts as well, mm -hmm. and, like, mm -hmm. understanding a lot more about what it is, so, while we do understand that, you know, 
it is vastly different city to city, state to state in the South Asian subcontinent of India. And, you know, um, we do understand that our experience will be quite different from, say, Pakistani or Bangladeshi immigrants' mm-hmm, mm-hmm. experiences. But I've come to feel that um, a lot of, let's say, um, some of the celebrities who hail from, like, Pakistan or Bangladesh, like, I could relate to some of their experiences. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, you know, while we can, we are not qualified to talk about, you know, immigrant experiences mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. those from other areas of South Asia, um, that the psychological phenomenon is kind of common. So, yes, if you are from, you know, other countries other than India, from South Asia, I feel like you're welcome to subscribe to the podcast and follow our journey because it might resonate in some way from a mental health standpoint. Absolutely. And, you know, we definitely are open to hearing your thoughts and comments as well. Maybe you do relate or maybe you don't. And, you know, that's something we can definitely have a platform for discussion. For sure. Um, Because one thing I'd like to say that regardless of where in the world you, you or your family might come from, at the end of the day, when you move to a different country where you're regarded as the, quote, minority, you know, it becomes something that kind of just inevitably right. bonds you with um you know it might be someone who comes from a completely different yeah. cultural background or ethnic background altogether but just the fact that you're in this new country kind of starting a life for yourself and you know there are going to be a lot of differences but just the challenges you face yeah. and right now we're hearing um especially in the US you know we talk a lot about the model minority right. and um how that kind of does hurt different groups of different ethnic groups because not everybody subscribes to that particular uh you know story that's not everyone's story and you know there are definitely differences in the immigrant stories as such like um if you look at asian immigrants like my friends who are chinese american or korean american they come from different kind of background their families might come from different you know um environments than ours did but at the core of it we definitely shared this bond of coming from this kind of ethnic background where we do have certain cultural values that you know are upheld at home and the challenge of trying to assimilate into an american or western culture but still having a different one that you go home to at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of that does come down to the fact that, well, why did our families immigrate in the first place? And it varies from person to person. Some people are escaping, you know, all sorts of violence or war or poverty in their home countries. Others are just looking for better job opportunities or um, looking to further their education. And again, that, you know, of course, reflects different levels of privilege that people have. Yes. And we can only speak from our experiences Mm -hmm. and we can only note down the similarities and maybe even point out the differences. But at the core of it, we're all in this new, you know, kind of platform where we're all at this new country and we're all looking for like a better life. And sometimes in some way or the other. Exactly. In one way or another. So I think that's what we're trying to address. Like what happens regardless of your background or why your family wound up in this new country right we did have certain experiences we did have to go through certain understanding of our own right and what our experiences were led us to come up with certain conclusions for ourselves yes things that we're still kind of learning about and especially now like after having lived for me after having lived in India for so long and then moving back to the U.S. and then for you having lived in 
the US, then in India, and now in the UK, like we're also coming up with new, yes. um, constantly being faced with new challenges and learning different right. things. So, you know, this is just our way of kind of coming together and discussing like what are these challenges what do we do about yes. it how can we handle these things so and right. you know it's just kind of our way of saying this is not everybody's story but there is something that we all share exactly. and that is what we would like to highlight right it's more of a conversation starter and ironically like when you were saying minority I was like it's it's really ironic that um, a race that has so many billions of people on this planet is considered a minority in other countries and I think that's why it's very important for people to travel, because the more you travel, the more you realize, like, wait, we're not the only ones on here. Like, mm -hmm. there are so many different ways to live. There are mm -hmm. so many different things to explore. And there's so many gray areas. It's mm -hmm. not like, you mm -hmm. know, when you're raised, especially like in a conservative family, you are taught what is right, what is wrong. You have strict boundaries. You have strict this. You have strict that. Whereas when you start to travel, it kind of opens up your mind view a little bit. And you're like, wait. Yeah. It's not all black and white. Absolutely. It's, it's so much more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. And I think the realization of that in itself kind of starts making you feel more and more isolated from your community where they have a different standard of what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that is in itself a kind of immigrant crisis where, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot to delve into, which we will get into much later. Absolutely. We'll be talking more about our experiences and what it was like to move to India in our next uh, uh, episode and, you know, talking about the kind of reverse culture shock, yes. so to speak, that we faced <laughs> and the difficulties that we faced, yeah. what challenges and obstacles were there. So stay tuned um, and we'll be back with you soon. Next episode.